evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this evening, Wednesday, April the 7th at 8.30 p.m. joining me ladies and gentlemen here we are in the middle of the week i hope everybody um, here across canada around the world i hope that uh you know you've had a good week but i can tell you right now here in ontario canada This week, only being in the middle, is not ending well. Now, saying that, you know, here in Ontario, in the province that I live in, you know, and like other regions, we've been struggling to contain this virus. We go from, you know, stay at home orders and acting in the the state of emergency, locking down all non-essential businesses, closing schools, and only to open up again. And it only seemed like a very short time, maybe three weeks, and all of a sudden we just see the explosion in COVID cases. And using our framework of the color codes of opening up different regions at different times, you know, depending on, you know, what their case counts look like. Where other regions would stay in the gray lockdown. Such as the greater Toronto area, Peel, Mississauga, the York regions. They stayed in the gray lockdown since November 2020. But that never stopped anybody from traveling to other regions that were able to loosen their restrictions. And there's no way to police that. Our infection rates here in the province of Ontario is skyrocketing. You can say that there is a inferno going on in the greater Toronto area, Peel, Mississauga, York regions. The case counts of COVID are just off the charts. Here across the province, we've been averaging over 3,200 cases on a daily basis. 
top doctors in this province even using the color code framework of reopening different regions and stuff like that. So that's not going to work. And just recently, you know, with the with the Ontario government, you know, putting on the emergency breaks, you heard me on my last on my last episode. And the top doctors here in Ontario saying that it's not going to work. We need to shut down, we need to lock down. They're saying that we need to enact the state of emergency again. Our government, you know, threw this around, they mauled with it, played with it, whatever you want to call it. And then the other day, our premier of Ontario is saying, you know, pay attention because things are going to change drastically and it's going to happen very quickly. So today our premier of Ontario has enacted the stay at home order and declares a third state of emergency for the province of Ontario. The third one during this pandemic, we we're hoping that we wouldn't see another state of emergency. We we're hoping that we didn't have the stay at home orders. We we're hoping that we didn't have to just shut down all the non-essential businesses again. But here we are. It starts at 12.01 AM tomorrow morning. What does this mean for Ontario? What does it mean for all of our essential workers? Our non-essential workers? Our schools? And all our health care? Our Premier announced today and his comments of how he can't stress this enough that things are extremely, extremely serious right now. And we saw these numbers climbing. Hoping with the vaccines, hoping on, on the path that we were following with the vaccines, you know, I mean, of course, we're going to start with the most vulnerable people. We're going to start with the nursing homes. And we're going to start with, you know, other um, you know, other homes where our elderly have to live in retirement homes. And of course, all their staff, the high risk individuals that we really need to protect. And then they moved it down into age groups. Vaccines slowly coming in, 
people waiting and waiting and waiting to get vaccinated. Our top doctors in this country, or I'm sorry, not this country, but in this province, was calling on the Ontario government to get our essential workers vaccinated. And still with the, you know, there's, there's our elderly people that can still live in their homes to get them, you know, vaccinated as well. And of course our teachers, students age 16 and older can get vaccinated. And this should be in this criteria. This should be in this when the teachers are getting vaccinated in our essential services. Our essential service workers are getting vaccinated. Teenagers 16 and older can get vaccinated. And that should be allotted into this as well. The situation is serious. It's beyond serious. Our emergency rooms, our, our ICUs, are just beyond capacity. The moving patients to other hospitals to make room for people who've come down with this virus. He's now saying that we need to adopt And we need to move quickly and decisively. This is what the doctors have been calling on. And it's not just him saying this now. He knew this. Yes, we, we can be mad at our premier. We can blame him for not listening. But who says he wasn't? But he, he's listening, he's listening now. And that's important. He says that, and even right now, above all else, we need to get the, uh, the needles in the arms and protect our hospitals. And this is why today he's declaring a state of an emergency. The third one in over a year. Now, what's going to happen with our, our essential, our non-essential, our big box stores, you know, the Walmarts and the Costco's. During this time, all non-essential retailers will close to in-person shopping. In-person dining will be prohibited and gyms and personal care services will be shuttered, which they were already done.
Retailers will be able to offer curbside pickup and delivery services between the hours of 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. Now, this is the big thing now, ladies and gentlemen. The government wants to make this a level playing field when it comes to our big box stores and our small businesses. The big box stores will be allowed to remain open only to sell essential goods. And that means anything in that big box store that is not essential has to be closed off. Shopping malls will be limited to curbside pickup via appointment and delivery. Now, a select group of stores will be allowed to remain open by appointment only with a 25% capacity limit, and that includes safety supply stores, business that primarily sell rent or repair, assistive devices, rental and leasing services, including automobiles and equipment, optical stores that sell prescription eyewear, businesses sell motor vehicles and boats and vehicles and, and equipment repair and retail stores operated by tele, telecommunications providers. Now, in addition to the closures of most businesses, a stay-at-home order makes it illegal to leave a place of residence except for essential reasons such as work, school, trips to a grocery store or pharmacy and for healthcare reasons. Saying to boil all this down, it's simple as possible, he says. Please stay home unless it is for an essential reason. The situation is extremely serious and we just need to hunker down right now. We need to limit mobility. He said this even every time he reinstates the emergency order. He goes on to say that the province doesn't have enough police officers to chase people down, but asked everyone to cooperate with the stay at home order. Now, our Solicitor General told reporters at Queens Park that the measures will be enforced. Now, it's not like the police are going to be stopping every car on the road and lining you up and asking where you're going. It'll be sporadic. We'll see what happens with that, how that's going to be enforced. It's going to be really interesting. Now, when it comes to our schools, the province will not be shutting down schools and childcare facilities. Throughout the stay at home order, despite the fact that there that there are three of the province's public health units, Toronto, Peel Region, and the Wellington, Dufferin, Guelph, has already closed their schools. 
our educational minister says that it will not involve any closures of our schools. He said it was a promise to keep schools open and keep them safe. But these regions that I just mentioned, the schools are closed. Now the stay at home order comes after the province was placed in a shutdown. I don't even want to call it a shutdown. You know, they just closed the restaurants and patios and gyms and movie theaters. Limited capacity in all stores and shopping malls. But it wasn't enough and they told and they were told it wasn't going to be enough. Which I said, it closed all the dining, fitness facilities, and personal care services also. Retail stores were allowed to remain open with strict capacity limits, what I just said. You know, the officials at the time, they were not issuing a stay-at-home order because it produced tremendous ill effects on both children and adults in this stay-at-home home order in this emergency order like always it's going to have a tremendous effect on everybody now our premier said he, he acted immediately once ICU patients surpassed 500. Why did we wait that long? Why did we wait till it surpassed 500? 300 is too many. 200 is too many. 100 is too many. We should have left the province in the gray lockdown. But we didn't. I know people want to get their businesses open. Everybody wants this to happen, ladies and gentlemen. Now our premier says he took action the second he found out that there were more than 500 COVID-19 patients in Ontario intensive care units. It took that much to act now. Here in Ontario, we are battling the new variants. The new variants are the new pandemic. Highly more contagious. And potentially more deadly.
Now, there was one section of this I did want to read. And here are some top answers to questions about the Ontario's new stay-at-home order in the state of emergency. Now, people want to know, and he said how long this is going to be in effect. We'll be, the, we'll be under the province-wide stay-at-home order for at least 28 days, which is until May the 6th. You know, just a couple more weeks after that, maybe about two weeks, two and a half weeks after that, you know, is, is the... Um, start of uh, you know the kick off to our 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 cottage our our boating our fishing our you know all these things and this order can be extended if the government deems it necessary because there's a state of an emergency in place now people listen and really listen careful Okay, people here in Ontario, I know this is rough. I know this is tough. We all feel the stresses. But what is considered an essential trip? Now, really, do you really need to think hard about that? I don't think we need to rack our brains about that. We've always, always told us what, you know, what, what is an essential trip. So the Ontario government admitted during the first stay-at-home order back in January, they can't determine what is essential for every person in the province. They provided a list of categories people should consider before leaving their homes, which include food, healthcare services, including medications and vaccines, exercise, or work, when someone's job can't be done at home. So you have to ask yourself, how many times do you have to go out in one day? Is there a limit? on the number of times someone can leave their home in a day? No. But all trips should be considered essential. Is there a limit for how long people can leave their homes? No. But the government said people should spend as little time as possible out of their homes. Of course, you can go for walks. Of course, you can play with the kids in the backyard. The parks, well, 
didn't say anything about parks being closed, but I'm not going to, you know, say something and then it's wrong. Get the kids out there, get their exercise, get your fresh air. Stay in your, in your family cohort. What is allowed to remain open? The majority of non-essential retailers must close to in-person shopping, but can operate for curbside pickup and delivery between the hours of 7 a.m. and 8 p.m. As I said earlier, they have the delivery of goods to customers is permitted between 6 a.m. and 9 p.m. Shopping malls must also close for in-person shopping and can only operate for specific purposes like curbside pickup or by appointment only. Now it's up to the stores if they're going to stay open in the malls. The food court, if they're going to stay open in the malls. Can the big box store stay open? Now, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that Walmart's, all the big box stores were making record You could go into Walmart and you could buy anything that you wanted. Box store, box, big box stores, anything that you wanted. Yeah, the big box stores will remain open to in-person sales, but they will only be allowed to sell essential goods, such as groceries, household cleaning supplies, pharmacy items. Now, for your contractors out there, you're going to have to order online and get your stuff. And I don't want to hear the big box stores whining and complaining. I don't want to hear the Walmarts whining and complaining. You reaped enough benefits. You've made profit. You made record profits. Well, these non-essential businesses, and even some, some of them had the same items that you were, that you were selling, they couldn't open. So the government's going to make it a level playing field. Safety supply stores, you know, business that primarily sell rental repair, you know, assistive devices, aids or supplies, mobility devices, aids or supplies, or medical devices, aids or supplies. Rental and leasing services, including auto, auto, automobile, commercial and light industrial machinery and equipment rental. People who wear glasses, the optical stores that sell prescription eyewear to the public, businesses that, that sell motor vehicles, boats, and other watercraft, vehicle and equipment repair and essential maintenance so they can remain open, so you can get your car serviced, get your oil changed. You know, if you still haven't gotten your snow tires off, well, you know, you can still go out and do that. 
Retail stores operated by tele telecommunications provider or services, which may only permit members of the public to enter the premises to purchase a cell phone or for repairs or technical support. Well, you can get technical support on the phone. You can call and get technical support. Are schools going to stay open? Well, the government is not requiring schools to close in Ontario, although Toronto, PO region and the Guelph area have decided to take that step and close their schools. Schools in those areas, areas will not return in-person learning until at least April the 19th. Hopefully these teachers are going to start getting vaccinated. That's what I'm hoping for. And our essential workers out there start getting vaccinated. And we're having a real problem with that. One of the problems that we're having are is, is people, you know, thinking that it's eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and you can get whatever vaccination that you want and they find out it's one vaccine that they don't want and they cancel that appointment to make an appointment for Pfizer or Moderna and we're leaving a lot of vacancies a lot of vacancies with this with this type of behavior it's not pick and choose now the government they could turn around and make it mandatory to get vaccinated, just like it is for your kids to get vaccinated or they don't go to school. We can't pick and choose of what we want. It's what they have available. If you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated. Don't go and make other appointments and leave a vacancy that could have been filled. So, you know, the government needs to put a stop to that. If they want to get the needles in the arms of your essential workers and our teachers. You know, people who are in their 80s and still being able to live at home are waiting for their second shot. Well, people out there are nitpicking of what vaccine they want. That is just absolutely ridiculous. The other thing people may be asking, can people leave home to exercise? Yes, exercise is considered an essential reason for leaving your home. You need to go for a run, you need to go for a bike ride. Got to get the kids out there running around. You know, their spring break is coming up starting the 12th until the 16th which was, you know, pushed, pushed back. It was originally supposed to be back in March. But they put a stop to that because they didn't want people traveling abroad. They didn't want people traveling across the country.
Another question people may be asking, are restaurants still open for takeout and delivery? Restaurants and bars aren't affected by the stay-at-home order and can remain open for takeout and drive-through and delivery only. Now, who do you want to give your money to? Do you want to give, you know, because restaurants, you know, they're using these delivery apps, DoorDash. you know, and whatnot, but why don't you just call your restaurant? Order directly from your restaurant. You know, because the restaurant, when, they, when they're using these apps, are giving up 30% of that sale. They have curbside pickup, so not, why not call the restaurant directly? They'll tell you when your order's ready and you can go pick it up. I mean, how many times do you dine out on a weekly basis? Three times? You know, probably generally, you know, in the middle of the week, you know, people probably, or, you know, go out to restaurants on a Wednesday, they'll go out on a Friday and then probably go out on a Sunday for an example. So those many times that you go, you would go to a restaurant, call, call your local restaurant, order directly from them, not off these delivery apps. Give all the money to the restaurant. What about massages? Registered massage therapists are regulated health professionals in Ontario and can remain open. Now, here's another question, big question people are asking. I know the weather out there is getting really nice. Can I go to my cottage or secondary residence? No. The government says that because it is asking residents to stay home, trips to a cottage or secondary residence should be avoided unless it is for an essential purpose like emergency maintenance. So your cottage where you, you have your cottage in, in the uh, uh, resort or wherever you have your cottage, if there's an emergency with your cottage, they will call you. I mean, you locked up your cottage for the winter. You know, you did everything that you had to do. So don't go there. Don't even think about going there. The government Ontario is asking that people do not travel between regions for non-essential reasons. Why would you? We are now in a stay-at-home order in a state of emergency. 
That's all regions. Can I go see a movie at a drive-in? Concert venues, theaters, and cinemas are closed, including drive-in or drive-through events. I guess I just answered that question. I thought maybe drive-ins would be able to open. You know, you're sitting in your car, you're with your family. Oh, I guess not. Sorry, folks. That was a bit of a surprise to me. Now, how will the government know who is out for legitimate reasons and who isn't? During the previous stay-at-home order, the province said that residents will have to will have a duty to identify themselves when a police officer, officer has a reasonable and probable grounds that there has been a breach of the orders made under the Emergency Management and Civil Protection Act. Now, today on Wednesday, our Solicitor General told reporters at Queen's Park, she says, let me be clear, these measures will be enforced. Now, more than ever, that people adhere to the orders and follow, and follow public health measures. Our Premier of Ontario doesn't have enough police officers to chase people down, but is asking for cooperation. Now, Will our beer store still stay open? Will the LCBO where we sell all our wines? Yes, all the LCBO locations will remain open during the stay at home order, but will only have capacity limits. Can I still go to a golf course? Yes, according to the government, Golf courses will remain open because outdoor activities are permitted. Let's get exercise too. Don't rent a cart. Walk. Walk the course. It's better for you. I mean, if you need to rent a cart, well, then rent a cart. The following outdoor activities are allowed to continue if physical distancing can be maintained. Parks and recreational areas, baseball diamonds, batting cages, soccer, football, and sports fields, tennis platforms, tennis table, tennis and, and uh, uh, pickleball courts, basketball courts, BMX parks, skate parks, frisbee golf locations, cycling tracks, and bike trails, horse riding facilities. Um, now, you know, when it got, you know, um, ice rinks, well, there's no more outdoor ice rinks. They're, they've all melted. Tobogganing hills, well, there's no snow. Snowmobile, well, there's no snow. 
cross country skiing while there's no, we have no more snow. You know, um, playgrounds, portions of parks or recreational areas containing outdoor fitness equipment. So the kids can go play, right? They, they can go to the parks, they can go play, they can run around. This is what they need. I mean, you, that, you know, has to be allowed. That's just plain and simple. Now, what about weddings, funerals, and other religious services? Weddings, funerals, and other religious services are subject to capacity limits at 15% indoors. In an indoor setting, capacity limits are set at the number of people who can fit in the space and still maintain two meters of distance from each other. I don't even know what that means. Guests may also maintain physical distancing and wear face coverings. Really indoor, so really for indoor weddings and stuff like that, it's only at 15 capacity, 15% capacity. Virtual services are permitted. What is the outdoor gathering limit during this stay at home order and state of emergency? While you should not come in close contact with anybody from outside of your household, the legal limit for outdoor gatherings is five people. What are the rules for the construction industry? According to the government, construction activities or projects and related supporting services, including demolition and land surveys are allowed. Is a housekeeper still allowed in my home? Yes. Domestic services like housekeeping, cooking, indoor and outdoor cleaning and maintenance services are allowed, but only to support children, seniors and vulnerable persons. Is dog grooming allowed? Yes. Veterinary services and other business that provide pet services for the health and welfare of animals can remain open. These include farms, boarding kennels, stables, animal shelters, research facilities, pet groomers, pet sitters, pet walkers, and pet trainers. Well, pet trainers can still work. People ask, what if I live alone during this now stay at home order and state of emergency? The government says individuals who live alone and single parents may consider having exclusive close contact with one another, with one another household to help reduce the negative impacts of social isolation. And that is very, very important. Other people are asking, can I travel within Canada? While non-essential trips from Ontario to within Canada are not encouraged, there is no legal restriction against them. 
So 28 days, ladies and gentlemen, here in Ontario, Canada, the stay at home order and a state of emergency has been declared in Ontario, Canada. So those are the things that we can and cannot do. So it's really important to all my fellow Canadians here in Ontario, Canada, that when making these decisions on what you feel is essential, please make sure that it is. Because from time and time again, I know it's hard, it'll be hard to police. I know, you know, police officers, you know what? Our police officers don't have any time for nonsense. They have other emergency calls to deal with than to stop you to find out if you're going out for essential services. So you think about that. Because if you're going to waste that officer's time and he discovers that you're not out for essential services, you are going to face a fine. And that officer is taken away from other calls that are more serious than you just fooling around out there and thinking that this is a free-for-all when it's not. Think about that. Thank you for joining me this evening. Again, it's always a pleasure to come out here and talk to you. And you can find the Truckers Podcast wherever you find your podcast. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me. I am your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Be safe out there, everybody. Take care. We will get through this together. And thank you.